0: good
1: hey Benny if I'm not mistaken the story from talk radio in the movie it takes place in Dallas Um, but if I'm not mistaken that story the actual story took place in Denver and I'm pretty sure that Carrie Gray worked at that station I think I remember him saying one time that he worked at the station You remember the call at uh uh, no, I don't. Okay. Could be, be, because because the movie um, the movie takes place in Dallas. So I, I'm right. not sure what the, the call letters were well, for the place was, in, he uh, in Denver. He was on the talk but.
2: station in Denver where he got escorted out of the building by the police for saying that Jesus could suck his diarrhea ass.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he had some
2: guy call in who said that Jesus hates <laughs> and blah, 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 blah.
1: It sounds like the same station. <laughs>
2: and Carrie, yeah, Carrie said, "Well, you know what? If that's who Jesus is, then Jesus can suck my diarrhea ass." And <laughs> it, it was it was bad. Like it was a bad fucking scene. The police had to escort him out of the building because by the time he left, there were people already starting to form a mob out front waiting for him.
0: <laughs> fucking guy. He didn't he work at like a million radio stations oh my all God. across the country. The fucking stories, I tell you. Oh, man.
2: My favorite to this day is the fucking one in Hawaii that he worked for. He worked for, of course, the underdog rock station there. And the big rock station had an unlimited budget, like huge, huge budget, everything. Anyway, they would throw this annual beach party and like cordon off a section of beach and free food and free drink and blah, 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 blah. Carry on a very limited budget, uh, rented a pickup truck, a generator, a gigantic fan, and filled the the back of the pickup up with pig shit and parked just off to the side of this massive beach party, <laughs> fired up the generator and wafted the smell of fresh pig shit over the whole beach, fucking cleared it right out.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, he
2: was there. Was, there will never be another Carry Gray. The guy was a fucking maniac. One of a
0: kind. <laughs> That's some Hunter Thompson shit right there. But
2: the living embodiment of radio, I swear to God. Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVee, Mark LeFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore
0: Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. Did I ever tell you the first time about the first time I met him? One of the only times I actually spent any time with them, so okay, so do you know so I don't know maybe that maybe the people don't know that that are listening right now um, that uh, what a p one is
2: a p one uh, yeah, p one is like a dedicated hardcore. I only listen to that radio station listener,
0: yeah, okay, so so I was doing a remote at Wild Waterworks in Hamilton, and it was me, I think Sarah Kane and um Nick Chino it was the three of us working it was like one of my first shifts ever um and we were just hanging out like they were showing me how to do it or whatever and fucking Carry shows up but I had no idea who he was and I'm like this guy is a fucking madman and I thought he was a D1 for like an hour right <laughs> and he's like because they were because you know you get used to like people coming up to the tent and just hanging out and you know Carrie mm-hmm. like He 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 gives off Kind of that weirdo Outcast vibe He did oh, well, You know yeah. what I mean Like you need him Absolutely. You're like Who the fuck is this guy And he was just like "Oh, How's it going and He was just like Oh Jesus And then um, And then I realized Quickly That he was the morning show host For the Stady Shin That I worked at It was really funny Such a good guy
1: Oh fuck Super super good guy He had super this like
0: He had like this uh, Recorder that he was just Carrying around with Bullets him And like getting Yeah
1: Bullets. He used to call it, because
2: the fucking guy would record every conversation you ever had. Yeah, that's classic. I think that thing was
0: running all the time, all the time. That's so funny. Yeah. Cool. Right on. Um, yeah. Uh, so, what did you guys want to talk about today? I was just,
1: gonna, I'm just going to use did that for the intro. So. A lot. Yeah, and did you guys see that fucking video of that explosion that in yeah. Oh my god. No, no, I haven't seen anything about it. Oh, Benny, you got to see this. You got to see this video. I've, I've never seen anything like that and the whatever it is, the the heat wave or the the shock wave Shockwave. whatever that comes off the explosion. It's fucking unbelievable. Where, you got to check that where out. Where did this man. happen? It's Beirut. in Beirut. Beirut. They had yeah. Su- yeah. yeah, it was like 2400 pounds of ammonium nitrate that Jeez. they had sitting there for for like 6 years it's it's unbelievable like uh, at first they said no casualties and you're like that's there's no there's no way there's no casualties that's impossible yeah. you should see it's uh, i've never seen an explosion like that before it was unbelievable the after effects like it just leveled that whole area oh, man craziness yeah craziness. There's, there's a lot of there's a lot of conspiracy
0: theories out right now saying it was a nuclear bomb
1: Oh really? Uh, <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> of course. Did, oh, Hang God. on one
0: sec again. I'm sorry. Of course. Yeah. There it's is. okay. It's okay. We'll True. get. We'll get into it. I got a couple things that we can. I, I like the bottle versus can thing. That's a. That's a. That's a debate that,
1: um, uh, that Bree and I have had. Yeah, I was in. Uh, I went to Belgium, which is like the the Oz of beer, and uh, they're not too big on the cans there. <laughs> No way! <laughs> no, no, no! They're they're more bottle.
0: Oh yeah! Well, Belgium isn't Belgium like where they have all those like crazy like
1: monasteries that brew yeah, yeah, like yeah. fucking yeah. ancient beer. Yeah, I went. I went to. I went to, uh, I went so to cool. two of them when I was there. It was awesome, man! You, you walk through their cathedral, That's and fun. yeah, it's their bread and their cheese and their beer like they have monasteries that they they sell bread and cheese and beer basically to keep the monastery going and some of that uh tapest ale and stuff like that oh my god it's so good okay i'm ready um so are we are we doing covid stuff today
0: yeah we could if you want to i mean i got a couple it was there, like we didn't end up talking about school Going back to school yesterday, right. so maybe I could just run through some of the like the news stories quickly, and we could talk about like I I, I definitely want to hear what you guys think about that shit because there's some weird you know I I don't really know how it works like I I like I it seems like there's an, like, an opt out thing you know so we could, I feel like we could take that and run with it sure. if you guys are okay with that um, yeah good and then uh, there's that article too about it, so. that's like one of the things that that
1: I have like in the news thing so. Um, to, yeah, let's just. We'll, I'll just run through it. It's it's pretty sure. quick. Like, and uh, doctor doctor Tam doctor Tam there says two to three more years, possibly with uh, masks, even with, with even with a vaccine. <laughs> Fuck off! Two to three more <laughs> years. That's, that's wild. Seems like a long time, but then again, March seems like it wasn't that long ago, and, and it, it really be, was. So it'll time, be interesting. Time flies when you're not having fun. <laughs> that's
0: that that that's a good one too. Maybe. Two to three more years. It's like if everyone's gonna be fucking coming out of their their front doors like Jumanji five
1: years from now. <laughs> tan lines like tan lines are now going to be on your face oh you got some tan lines there how'd you, how'd you get the, how'd you get a tan with no tan line i oh, i took it off took it off the in the goatee booth. tan line <laughs> the worst tan line ever <laughs> yeah worse than the flip-flop tan line the goatee tan oh, line. no no
2: no no the worst is the i let my hair grow for too long bald <laughs> tan line So there's nothing up here, but this shit gets too long, and then you get like a white band
1: around your dome. It looks like your body's filling up with something, and it (laughs) stops
2: right at your head, pretty much.
0: (laughs) All right, Uh, Ben, you want to kick it off?
2: Uh, Sure, yeah. So, did you ever have one of those like double down moments where you misplaced something, and then you find it, and like very close to it is something else you misplaced? Oh, that's nice. Right. So this morning it, I was scrambling because I, I got a, like as soon as we're done, I'm out the door and I could not find my friggin' keys anywhere. So just a second ago, I was like, guys, hang on. I think I forgot my coffee somewhere. And I now I can't find the coffee. And it is, of course, still underneath the spout of the Keurig. <laughs> so I didn't even pick the damn thing up when I walked away, <laughs> and then, like, just two feet away from that are my car keys. It was, like, bonus. It's like a $10 bill you find in your your, your shorts in the spring. Yeah, or your winter coat. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I so, didn't
2: know this, I had this fin. This, awesome. This is a good way to start the day. I tried, sure. it, I tried it one year where, like, I deposited... A twenty dollar bill into a pocket of my shorts when I knew it was going to be the last time, and I figured oh, I'll I'll forget it. You know what I mean? It'll be yeah. a, it'll be a nice surprise. But two weeks later, I was broke, and I was like, oh fuck, there's that twenty in my shorts. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking about it every day. It never, like, yeah, oh, man, I could
1: really use oh, that
2: twenty. Yeah, no, I was working it into the daily budget. I'm like, oh fuck, things are a little thin. Thank God for that shorts twenty I got at home. <laughs> oh so, yeah, it it never made it to the spring. <laughs> Awesome. You can't, yeah, you can't plan your retirement around your
0: shorts, boys, just in case you didn't know. You didn't know. No, no, no.
1: TFSA may be a better option yeah. than, than no, no. shorts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, the shorts don't pay interest, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, not the, not the neon Jordache yeah. ones. I would really
2: imagine every play. article of clothing that I've left a meaningful amount of money in, uh, I've lost anyway, so... Mm. Yeah, or you donate it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I
1: just, I just go to Value Village and see if I can cash in. Check all the pockets. Yeah, <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> buy twenty dollars worth of clothes in the hopes that you buy forty. That you get forty dollars <laughs> worth of change back in the pockets. <laughs> it's, it's
0: a good, it's a good investment plan. So, Chris, yeah, Chris, what's in the news this morning? So, um, uh, Mark actually, actually mentioned it before we we started recording. Uh, the big news yesterday was the insane explosion that happened oh in Beirut yesterday. It was one of the most fucked up videos I've I've ever seen. I know Mark's seen it. Ben, you haven't seen it yet, but no, uh, definitely take take our word for it on that one. Uh, it killed, they say, uh, uh, at least a hundred people with more than four thousand injured. Nobody really knows what. Caused it as of yet. I think, um, Mark, you said it was there was like a, a nitrate or something. Yeah, that they, they said it started? was
1: a, ammonium nitrate, I guess. They had a stockpile of ammonium nitrate. And uh, it's cause some people were saying that it was fireworks, and you're like, fireworks? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, but yeah, no, apparently it was. Uh, I'm going to send you this video, Benny. You got to watch yeah, this I'm video. Just, it I'm is just, actually
0: pulling it up right now. Or, yeah, yeah, it's you on can, well,
1: You wa- watch it now if you can. I'd like to
2: Whoa! get your. Oh!
0: Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That doesn't it looks like junk. an atom bomb going on. It does look like an yeah. atom bomb. I
1: bet you there was probably some conspiracies about that. Yeah, it's uh,
0: you know I, I watched um, I, or I didn't watch. I was reading this one article uh, on Vice. Uh, take that for what it's worth. But um, they were they were tracking the conspiracy theories live. So there there, <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of people that are that are saying that it was like an actual. It was actually a nuclear attack. There are people saying that it was like a, a terrorist attack. The, the The first one was the fight that it was a fireworks factory. Initially, people were saying. that that nobody really knows what's going on i don't know that it would be like 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 i feel like a a new a nuke like an atom bomb in particular um there there would be a lot of after effects with radiation and stuff that that people would be dealing with now so i don't know mushroom cloud and stuff like that
1: i I don't know if a mushroom cloud happens with every new i I don't know i'm not a scientist says homes up to six miles away were damaged wow Oh, yeah, it was like, I just, I've never seen that kind of shock wave on something before. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah it's
0: bad. So that's, nobody Good really work. knows a lot about it. So like, it, most of it is speculation. Um, so we're, we're going to be watching that. I think everyone's going to be watching that carefully, because I don't know if you've seen the, the aftermath of it, but it, it's, it looks like nuclear fallout there. Like, it, it's, oh, it leveled, leveled buildings. It. Like, yeah. it was crazy. Yeah. Um, another one, the COVID, did you guys download the COVID alert app by any chance? You'll, no, you'll I looked at it. Yes. Hear I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of so so it's it's been out since Friday. Um, there's people. There's a lot of uh, as as you'd expect. There's a lot of criticism about it. Um, The download requirements is one of the ones that's taken flack for. Uh, You you can only if you have an you need an Apple or Android phone that's been made in the last five
1: years. So so if you don't have a phone from from the last five years, you might need to get a new phone. Yeah, (laughs) I know. There's been some Um, there's been some pretty big advancements in phones in the past five years. But yeah, people
0: are saying that's like (laughs) okay. So the, the one thing I get it is that you know. The people that are most at risk for COVID are like, and, and the, the implications, the health implications of that probably are generally poor people. And poor yeah. people can't use this app, so, that, so that's that's, that's the where elder, it and is, and right? the
1: elderly, yep, and the elderly, absolutely,
0: yeah, right. So it's it's um, you know we'll see how it plays yeah. out. Here, Nana, I know that twelve is
1: still blinking on your VCR, but let's let's <laughs> let's see how this app works. Like what <laughs> <Yeah>. the fuck? <laughs> exactly. What I will say though, I I read into because uh, there's a lot of people saying, oh, it's tracking everything about you. I saw a, a kind of a chart yesterday that showed um, the. Uh, the allowances that you you uh, you make on your phone for. Uh, that particular app versus like Facebook, what Facebook can can access on your phone, what Instagram, and it, it's literally just tracking your your sort of your movement, what your phone is doing anyway. Mm-hmm. Versus versus Facebook, which is tracking your contacts and your mean your your searches. Yeah, I don't get it. There's, yeah, a, the little, p- there's the a little the people who
2: have a privacy issue with this. If, if you've got social media on your phone, your argument is completely moot. If you have a phone, completely pretty much. Yeah, if you have yeah. a phone. You're, yeah, it's it, They're tracking what you're doing. Exactly. Not they,
0: yeah. like shadowy men, but I mean, you can be tracked. Let's let's just mm-hmm. face facts. The mm-hmm. uh, in in Hamilton, it's kind of sad news. Uh, the staircase, which is uh, a popular theater and like art incubator and stuff uh, announced that it's closed and will probably not reopen once COVID-19 is over. So, so it looks like they're done, they're done for good, which is really sad because they have a lot of stuff that goes on there that really nurtures the, the artistic community in Hamilton. They do open mics. They have improv classes. I actually have some friends of mine that, that, that go to their improv classes. They do, you know local theater productions and, and stuff like that and it's it's in my neighborhood i never actually been to it which is a bummer so it, it's uh you know it's a shame to hear that 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 thing's closed have you guys ever been to the staircase no i've
1: not yeah i have i haven't it, it's it does suck when stuff like that i mean this stuff ain't like that's hollywood the it's the same thing go. i
2: mean that was a great venue yeah. for local bands to go and get their chops you know what i mean
1: yeah 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 stuff like that's stuff like that's going to be the first to go in a situation like this unfortunately and and that sucks because i mean we need that. Definitely. We need that right now. And
0: last, um, some some pleasant news is a Niagara officer, uh, his name is Constable Chris Morin, uh, was... Uh, photographed yesterday buying shoes and other needed items for a man who was walking through the rainstorm in just his muddy ass socks. So somebody, a member of the public, public actually saw it happening, uh, and snapped a pic like without the faces of the people. And, 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 and I guess they sent it to the St. Catherine standard and it went viral. So everyone's kind of patting this guy on the back, but it wasn't like a, It wasn't like him leading the charge on social media. Yeah. He's just just doing his job, and and somebody caught him. That's awesome. Which is really cool.
1: That's awesome, because you know what? He probably would have got home that night, and the only people that would have known about that would have been his family, like his wife. Like, hey, I mean, I saw a guy. I went and bought him shoes today. Like, she would have known about that. But now that that's awesome. Good. Nice to see cops doing good things on camera. Seriously, man. Seriously. It's just
0: really sad. I mean, like, poverty affects it. It's like, it's funny how you know you, all of us kind of find bullshit in like all of our everyday circumstances but shit gets real when you don't have fucking shoes you know like god damn yeah. that sucks oh and oh I, I, I almost forgot the Leafs won yesterday Ah! told you (laughs) (laughs) it was a crazy performance (laughs) it was so good but uh, you know Jake Muzzin was the crazy story out of that if anybody didn't watch the game he went down with about three months to go with about three minutes to go there was like a weird it was like a freak injury kind of it was like there was a cross check from behind but it was also like you know it's kind of what you would see in a hockey game like I, I, I wasn't when I was watching it live I wasn't really taken aback by what happened in any way anyway, but he fell like awkwardly with his neck and then he was just down on the ice for like I don't know 15 20 minutes wow. and it were yeah and it was like because there's no fans uh it was just like you could hear the you could hear the walkie talkies on the medics hips that's how oh, quiet wow. it was in there it was fucked um so everyone's pulling for him, and they, they ended up winning. Uh, Riley got got an empty netter after that, but and and it was a great game. Like the Leafs played amazing. It's just sad, man. It was some scary shit, and like they were saying, like one of the hardest parts is is their families. They're they're, they're at home watching, just like the rest of us, right? And they they Ryan. don't really have any information. They can't visit them. They can't do shit. So. Um yeah, feel for feel for his family mostly. Um and they they say he's okay, but nobody really knows anything outside of that. Okay. Hmm
1: Yeah. Bummer. Absolute yeah. bummer. Class classic Leafs. I know. Hey, uh. Yeah <laughs> So we usually we usually
2: cover some COVID stuff on Wednesdays. Um who have you heard amongst conspiracy theories, both both of you guys? Who have you heard is to blame or who is the dark figure behind this? Entities or people just rattle behind them behind, off
1: behind the whole thing? Yeah. Bill well, Gates obviously, obviously Bill Gates. Uh, I would I think Hillary Clinton has something to do with it or the Clintons, you hear about the Clintons and okay. uh, uh China, of course. Yeah. Yeah, the the, 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 big the US, mil- China, the US military, US sure. military. US military. Yeah and uh, the five whatever 5G network uh, the 5G whoever, yeah whoever came up with that yeah.
2: have you heard have you heard that
0: fauci is behind this whole thing there are, well it's funny no. it's funny you say that i i i mean wasn't there like a wasn't there, like, a, a movie that was being screened or something? Is that what you're... Yeah, yeah, yeah God there was some crazy conspiracy theory about, like, this this documentary. There's this huge outcry that Fox News or, or something, or NBC, was set to broadcast some documentary that, that blamed Fauci for the whole coronavirus. It was right crazy. You probably know more about it than I do, Ben.
2: Well, it's probably... The one you're talking about is probably Plandemic, which is the one I watched the other night. And... Now, before I tell you about this, you can't just discount people who would even entertain the thought as
1: idiots or morons or absurd. I would never. <laughs> I would never. I am, I am listening intently, and I'm going to be accepting of all views. Set
2: aside your emotions. I'm just, Set aside your, your feelings on the whole thing. And after watching it, I... Okay, so after watching it, I thought, there's a bit of an agenda here. Like there's there's a guy doing an interview with a a woman who used to work for the CDC and she was like high ranking microbiologist on the Fauci team, the whole bit. And they tried to dummy her up for some information that she had. But basically, the thing is uh, based on a premise that sometime in the 90s or the 80s, a law came in that all government officials could own property that they invented. So, in other words, uh, whoever invents this vaccine, if it happens to be Fauci or it happens to be anyone he's involved with, they stand to profit massively, like there is massive profit incentive in illness for these this organization or this group of people, who are in a position like Fauci of being you know the trusted foremost authority, and that he's stringing this whole thing along in order to build up our our craving for a vaccine so that he profits from it. Yikes. Now it all That's sounds crazy. a little kooky, a little crazy, but when you really think about it. And this whole military-industrial complex thing that we talk about and how profit is the sheer motive for most things that happen in the world, it doesn't seem all that far-fetched is all I'm saying. And there's other other things that come into it, too, like doctors who are coming forward saying, yeah, if we write down COVID, we get an extra $13,000 per patient. The whole thing is very... Um, it doesn't discount the existence of the virus. Um, the woman who is the the subject of the film is not an anti-vaxxer, um, but she does... She, she feels that there is something a little shady. They have they have footage of Fauci doing, uh, uh, he's like a keynote speaker back in 2017 saying, it's coming. There is, a, like any time now we're going to have a pandemic sort of thing. So it just, it, it was one of those, I watched it and went, mm, it, it seemed to have, like I say, a little bit of an agenda, but it doesn't seem all that far-fetched.
0: So I, I, so the, the, the deaths, the COVID death hospital thing I've heard before, um, definitely. And, And it seems like that's pretty legit, but it's, you know, it's almost, it's almost like a, these these hospitals don't have patients outside of COVID patients, right? So like they won't get funding unless they essentially, you know, there, there's a, there's a lot of weird shit going on with reporting COVID deaths, like, and and I think it probably varies from hospital to hospital. Like I don't know the particulars of stuff like that I I mean I I don't know that I don't know that that it's like this big bold prediction though to say that like for Fauci to say that a pandemic is coming from the sounds (laughs) of it it's like you know well yeah again people have been warning for that for 20 years right like SARS it was like yeah you know, or bird flu. Like there's people have been uh, Yeah, there's been like lots for a long time. <sighs> right, and when I when I
2: saw that clip in the context of the documentary, I thought, okay, that's an agenda. That's piling on a little bit because, yes, they, they. It, you know uh, officials have been saying for a long time that it's a matter of time before it happens it's it's happened so many times throughout history it's going to happen again sort of thing mm-hmm. this this will happen again probably another century from now who knows but
1: um, it's scary though eh? Like it, it's scary to think that uh, the, the person who invented penicillin I, the name escapes me right now or came up or discovered penicillin like they released that for free there was no they didn't right. make money they didn't profit off of that but I think that that was a long time ago and I think that. You're you're probably right, Benny. I think that uh, when this thing does, when this vaccine does become a, a reality, there's going to be a lot of people making a lot of fucking money on it. And right. there's, I think, 100, 165 different firms that are trying to come up with uh, with that vaccine, and it's it's a race to the trillions. I'm sure it's yeah. a race to see who's going to make trillions of dollars off of this.
0: Yeah, and you don't you don't even need to own or create the vaccine to profit off of it directly. Like, there's um, you know, a couple a couple uh, uh, um, pharmaceutical companies uh, that have already um, signed on to create millions of vaccines once it's discovered. So, or once it's created, yeah. so they just get the recipe and and they create it that way. Like, I mean, I, I it's it's tough. There's obviously going to be money made, and and I think given the circumstances right now, everyone is poor and not making money for the most part for a lot of people so so it's easy to say like oh well you know I'm getting fucking destroyed by this pandemic and the only people that are benefiting of it uh, from it are these pharmaceutical companies and Fauci and all these people that are surrounding it's just it's there's definitely a lot of misinformation it's tough right but there are also doctors in this, in this documentary
2: these are licensed American medical doctors who are saying that Uh, They're not necessarily saying that masks are bad, but they're saying that the whole approach to this of, you know, constantly washing your hands, avoiding groups, avoiding contact, uh, taking every precaution to not pick up or touch anything is actually weakening our immune systems. And that is something that I do believe that I, I believe that the immune system is a muscle in the body that needs exercise like any other muscle in the body. And the more that we withdraw ourselves and the less contact we have with foreign viruses bacteria whatever you want to call it the, the the more it weakens our immune system i do believe that i i do buy into that because me like i have always subscribed to unless i'm in absolute Dire straits. I don't take medicine like I don't I don't do antibiotics. Uh, If I've got a really bad cold, I just ride it out and sweat it out. And I do honestly believe and I don't get sick very often, Uh, despite the fact that I've not led the healthiest of lifestyles the first 50 years of my life. I don't get sick often. And I think that has something to do personally with the fact that, yeah, I've, I've always sort of let my immune system do its thing. Work through, work through illnesses and expel it eventually. and I, I, I think there's some to be said for
1: that. I really do mm. Yeah, yeah. You keep keep in mind you've also never had anything like coronavirus or no, anything that you no, know I mean, of that ilk. You know I mean, you've had the common cold or you've had a, a stomach flu and, and things like that. And I and I agree. You know I mean, I'm not one to uh, to over medicate if I have uh, if I have a cold. I just feel like shit for the afternoon. I try and sleep it off, and I usually wake up the next day feeling better. If I have to puke, I just go make myself puke. <laughs> you know what uh-huh. I mean, I get, I get it over with. Um, but but I I mean, I do hear you in some respects. You, know what I mean, if if, if we're just but I mean, also, if we're constantly keeping ourselves clean, then we're not going to get sick. So it's, you know what I mean? It's like, well, you're keeping ourselves clean, so you're going to lower your immune system. Yeah, but I'm not going to get sick because I'm clean. So, you know I mean, it's kind of the six uh, six of one, half dozen of yeah. another type thing. It's a tough situation. It's just, this is, it's just
0: such a, um, COVID is just so. So contagious, and uh, uh, word is that it's 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 mutated to be more contagious, um, is what what I've heard is, is and uh, you know, it, there there are places now specifically in that that beat the first wave, they're seeing things pop up, yeah, again.
2: No, so you I, gotta, d- I think you know. that's going
0: to be us. I think there
2: will be. I think there will mm-hmm. be, be a second wave here. I do. Yeah, it's I have a feeling it's going to go be that. in
1: about a month and a half when school starts. I think is when that. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, I, I think we'll. I think
2: we'll be back down and uh, back in lockdown again. Uh, one one more time. You, oh, you think uh, it's going to go, go that far? Eh?
1: Oh yeah, you think it's going to go that far? I do.
2: I do. Yeah. I don't like it, but I I really do. Uh, only because uh, well, I think a second wave is inevitable, and because we've now. Been conditioned to this, to the point not intentionally or anything. We're not being hypnotized. I'm just saying that you know <laughs> yeah. we're, we're more we've we're, adapted. We're, we're, we've adapted to the point where uh, I don't think any any politician or any government will be afraid to float the idea of another lockdown
1: in Canada at least, right? Yeah, yeah for you sure. Think, I agree. Yeah. Do you think that the, uh, the second wave that is inevitable is due to us kind of let taking our foot off the gas no that's I, a a good speaker. question man i you or do you th- think it's just a natural natural occurrence
2: it's just it's yeah it, it's such a, a highly infectious disease that it, it's or highly contagious that a second wave is just inevitable it has nothing to do with our action or lack of inaction or any conspiracy theory i just think if this thing is
0: real and it is that it's it that's going to happen so, yeah, it, 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 what's it's funny, with, when you say that, like with people letting their foot off the gas, it doesn't seem like that's the case in some of these places that are experiencing them right now, which is what's weird. So, you know, you're having you're having second phases pop up in places that are still taking it even more seriously than we are. So like South Korea. For one right like the, they they've officially announced a second wave of the coronavirus um and then Japan like uh Australia had to do another lockdown um, yep. so yeah it's weird and, and a lot of these guys that can't explain so i mean you mentioned schools that's definitely could be a source for us like we're not like we're still in the low hundreds of cases like we're not outright beaten it we' we haven't outright beaten it, so like yeah, opening schools. It it sounds like um, that that's kind of that 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 caused a second wave in in I think it was in Israel. I okay. think you know it really depends. Like because they they opened their schools when when the, they th- thought they were past it and they got another wave. It's tough. Like I I don't really understand. I'll be honest, how a second wave happens. Like if if you beat it down, like they just it just creeps back up again. It's it's odd to me, but yeah. I don't know. We'll see. It's good. It might be uh, good well, to prepare yeah. your mind to to for the for the prospect of another lockdown. Um, I never even
1: as kind of concerned as I've been throughout this whole thing. You know what, Benny? That never even yeah never even occurred to me that we might be in another lockdown. Like it. You know I mean? I just thought that. You know, I mean, this new normal. Get used to it because this is a new normal. If we go back again, that would. That's a fucking bummer. Soft, eh? <laughs> Especially in the winter. Was... Especially in the winter when you <laughs> yeah. can't go outside. Yeah, when my and... trailer's closed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, for, if yeah, how, how old thing, is your daughter?
2: If that lockdown thing happens in the dead of winter, it is going to be miserable. Yeah.
1: yeah. How old is your daughter, Benny? She's 16. So she's in grade 11? She's going into 12 this year going into 12 is she excited for September or is she, she feeling is, a little nervous she's is really she, bummed
2: out she's really bummed out that they're not going back full time I mean she understands why but she's really bummed that she wants to go back to school yep. she does for the obvious for obvious reasons the socializing but beyond yep. that she's one of those kids that just has an easier time learning with a teacher present as opposed yeah, to online yeah, yeah. she's not she's she goes back for this she was explaining the the, the formula to me the other day and I About halfway through, I sort of crossed my eyes and tuned out because I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Tuesday, Mondays, you go for first period and then second. And the one other stipulation she read me that uh, she's expected to uphold to is she's to select 15 friends with whom she has interactions and that's it. She's supposed to limit her social interactions to just 15 friends and she has to say who they will be. So they can contact. It, it's it's weird. It's it, it, it's 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 like Redeemer Sorry. University. Yesterday, it's like good uh-huh. good luck. Good luck enforcing that. Like it's not. Yeah. That's
1: like, that's like five times the friends I had in high school. But oh god, fifteen! I'd be scrambling all year to try, to try and fill that list up.
0: Not to mention the stress of like the, in the the high school politics of compiling. Oh your my list. God. Yeah, that's And that's that's another thing is is you know you're opening you're opening
2: up the unpopular kids to being in effect bullied, although not intentionally. No, like if you're not making anybody's list, <laughs> you're you're the, you're the wallflower. You're the last kid in the yeah. slow. Day. Heads, way, you know,
1: wait, to, wait to make wait to make making kids feel uh, neglected or feel, yeah. you know what I mean? As outcasts, an actual official stance.
2: And, and <laughs> yes. well, and here's the other thing is there's that there's that opt out clause where you can say, no, I am not sending my kid to school. I don't want them to be uh, a guinea pig or, uh, you know, put them in a Petri dish and see what happens sort of thing. And that's mm. fine. That's your prerogative. But there's there's if you're not allowing your kid to go to school to in my home, opinion you were subjecting them to being guinea pigs of a different kind and that is of the the mental health status of a kid. kid kids are meant to socialize kids go to school to learn how to socialize to function within their peer group those are very important lessons in life it's not just about math and english and if they're not getting that opportunity
0: uh, surely it's going to affect them somewhere down the road no yeah, it's a good point. You could you could imagine that you you could say that that the most important thing these kids learn at school is their ability to socialize with their peer groups.
2: Socializing, sure. conflict resolution, peer pressure—all those things. I mean, those are, are are every bit as valuable, if not more, than what you're learning in the actual textbook.
1: For sure. Now, do you think even with the um, even with the veil over that that COVID will? Uh, Covid will offer and when, when we come to September when you've got kids that are wearing. You know, I mean, if what is it grade four and, and under, uh, or sorry, grade four and up are wearing masks. Grade four and under are uh, recording. I mean, I guess it's suggested that they wear masks. Right, they can't really socialize. Is it the same? Like, is just even is any type of socializing good enough? You I, know what I mean, I, w- I would say I, I see what you're getting at. I would say yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would I would I'm say I'm having yes. trouble man like my my daughter's getting ready for it will be senior kindergarten and uh I just, I see a group of 20 kids that is fucking impossible to keep them away from each other, to keep their hands out of their mouths. Some kids are going to be wearing masks. Some fucking aren't. Who knows what's going on in those kids' homes? Who knows what, you know what I mean? What those, like it's, there is, there is a serious trust level that uh, people better have for each other that, um that when those kids go home that they're being taught to wash their hands that they are doing the right thing so that when they go to school the next day they. Yeah, I mean and, and I'm the same way I, I need to make sure that when my daughter goes to school she's fucking spotless and that she knows you don't know, put your hands in your mouth and well, she knows the rules like uh, it's,
2: I'm not saying this for sure but I would say um, uh, like a trip out on a normal day right now offers me some confidence that we're able to toe the line like if you you're, if you go out to a store everybody's got a mask on everybody's toeing the line um mm-hmm. People Look are five year old, though. <laughs> I know. Well, OK, so within the classroom, then it's yeah, we're going to have to have faith in staff and teachers that they're going to keep kids separated. Beyond that, you're going to have to have faith in the fact that they're at, at home, that their parents are taking the necessary precautions to make sure that COVID isn't in the home.
1: Mm. I just uh, as soon as as soon as they said that school was starting again in September, I literally looked at my wife and I'm like, well, we're getting fucking COVID. Because there's no way that they're going to go to school and not bring that shit home. They bring everything else home. Why wouldn't they bring mm. this incredibly infectious disease or virus home with them? Yeah, like they bring the common cold and the flu and fuck. Well, who who got God knows who? I remember in September of last year. She just started school, junior kindergarten. I would say by October, all of us in this house had been sick at least once.
2: But again, she was she well, wasn't again a carrier. A good example to me is is the grocery store. I mean we're out, we're all grocery shopping, there isn't even a lineup at the store anymore, and I don't see cases spiking, and you would Mm. think that that would be a breeding ground. Think of the produce section of people who are grabbing shit and putting it back down, or cans, or whatever. Like, there is that opportunity for the grocery store to be every bit as much, maybe not as much, a Petri dish as the school would be, but pretty goddamn close. I mean, we're all handling the Mm. same stuff. And there, we're washing our hands as we go in, washing them as we come out. We've got masks on. So I do think it's doable in a school environment where the 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 the, the uh, enforcement of distancing is kept in place. That it, I think it can be done, and I I, I, I'm glad. I'm glad at the very least. Noah, my daughter, gets to. She'll have to take a lot of the course online, but I am glad that she'll at least once a week. I'm very glad. That she'll have at least once a week an opportunity to go into the school to say to the teacher, I didn't understand this part. Can you go yeah, over yeah. it? I think that's absolutely crucial that yeah. if if she were just banned to no, it's all online, it would this would be an unmitigated disaster for her. I know it would I, because she just she doesn't study well. She doesn't do yep. well learning that way. She just doesn't do as well.
1: Yeah. And part of the part of the issue with that, like I was literally just reading a CBC article before we started this. And my brother's a teacher as well. And when it comes to online learning as a high school teacher, he does it right. He follows up constantly. He calls the kids that don't show up for the the online sessions. Like he's like, hey, what's going on? And some of those kids are like, listen, like my mom and dad are at work and I have an eight year old brother that I have to take care of. So You know what? I can't sit there for your geography lesson hey, understandable that you're I guess you're getting life experience right now. So that's a good lesson. But yeah, it's uh, I mean, some teachers do it right. But this article I was reading was saying literally like she would she would hand something in and wouldn't hear back for two weeks yeah. from the teacher about. Yeah. So, you know, what I mean, T- teachers, I think I'm not just painting everybody with the same brush because they're just like every profession. There are fantastic ones and there are ones that could do uh, maybe Maybe step it up a little bit more. So hopefully, um, this is an opportunity for teachers to uh, to learn a new way of teaching when they do have to do that. But when they are doing online, really think about like this is going out to all the teachers, and I've got lots of teachers in my family. Really think about those students that aren't good students how are they learning on an, in an online forum That's when they the could thing. have their tv the on thing. and their phone it, 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 and is
2: the, yes sending them to school we're, we're we're putting our kids at risk of catching covid and therefore ourselves of catching covid but by not sending them to school we are putting an entire generation at risk of a of a an insufficient education and that to me is Every bit as grave, every bit as serious As putting them at risk of getting COVID-19 If not Hmm. more It could be, yeah
0: Like, I I remember, um uh, when I was when I was going to school, uh, I was in that transitionary period when we went from having th- OAC grade thirteen to mm-hmm. having just grade twelve and going straight to college. Right. And I remember they the the double ho- cohort they called it where all there's this big rush for everybody going to universities and there was like there's only so many spots at university. I feel like that's going to really impact people's ability to to pursue secondary education um let alone like the fact that class sizes are going to be significantly smaller probably indefinitely uh, at universities it more and more is going to be uh, a situation where going to university is a uh, luxury for the rich than ever before i think just based on class sizes and 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 availability you know where, where like you're going to have what I mean, they graduated the last year, right? Like, so, so um, Noah, she she graduated her previous grade, right? Like, she it, moved on. It, she, she moves
2: yeah, on. To oh the yeah, following yeah, grade. Nobody so fails anymore, start. buddy. They, they they pad your they pad your numbers in order to, to pass you. There there is no yeah. there failure is no more. They don't fail kids anymore. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe
1: that's the problem. <laughs> no, oh, it's, a, it's a big problem. Yeah, that, that's, that's, yeah. pre-COVID,
2: that's
0: a big problem. That, that's a whole other podcast, for sure. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how it all plays out, for sure, especially in the school system. I mean, hopefully... Uh, the teachers like that's what I'm worried about too is that uh, not not so much in Canada because there is an abundance of teachers I mean it's still horrifying to, to think that teachers could get sick and 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 not recover from COVID uh, I think in the US it's it's particularly difficult yeah, because that number they I really don't have a lot of teachers on staff at a lot of these schools and it's not a very high demand job because it that doesn't the, pay very much right so. that was a number that, that came out a few weeks ago was the percentage of teachers who
2: are at risk who have some sort of pre-existing health condition and the number was I forget what it was
1: but it was staggering
2: yeah. it's like wow yeah. that's a lot they of
1: teachers it. man they have, they have a lot they have a lot coming up they got about a month to get ready for it they've got I mean because I mean teaching I, fuck it's already a hard enough job I wouldn't want to take care of 20 other people's kids uh, just taking care of my two is, is difficult enough most days so the thought of uh, of their job and now adding this uh, a extra layer of of I mean requirements in terms of PPE and all that stuff, but that extra layer of stress, like fuck, sure. all of a sudden that all of a sudden that fight between two kids is not just a fist fight; it's a fucking biological war mm-hmm. going on. You know what I mean? Like it's, oh God, I I don't envy them, but at the same time, if uh, little little Sally making sixteen bucks an hour is considered an essential service worker working at Walmart, I think teachers uh, are considered essential service workers. Sure, and, but they're uh, they're in the and, same and boat they're, as they're,
2: cashiers were at the whole definitely. at the start this whole thing where cashiers yep. weren't just checking out your produce they were policing and telling people they had to keep a distance and, and monitoring yep. people's movements and so on and so forth that's not and something dealing with people that are and, angry and, and de- about it dealing so. with assholes who get really angry about it all that sort of stuff uh, yeah it, so I mean they were thrown into a position where their job was suddenly a lot more than what they signed up for teachers are in the same boat
1: yeah yep
0: alright gentlemen I got a jet cool. uh, alright um yeah, good show. It's um, hopefully yeah. what
2: do we got, What do we got coming up for for Pauly this week? Are we? We still doing the? I was just
0: the... gonna ask that. We we yeah. could do movies or sorry, music videos. I think was one of the things that yeah. we were discussing. I say we do I that because like one, that one. that's a really good one. I'm curious to hear what Pauly has, and I, and I think, you know, it, it's a lot. There's a lot of promise there for people sharing stuff online as well. If we if we get people to post their favorite videos on our Facebook page, that could be fun. Yeah. Cool. cool. All mm-hmm. right. Um, sign me up all right guys um have a good day and i will see you tomorrow you will sweet see ya. peace, peace. thanks for listening to black sheep radio with ben mcvee mark lafave
2: and chris brown join the conversation at bsr podcast on facebook and at radio underscore sheep on instagram and twitter